is a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. They bring you the transparent truth, the world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. Tr- 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome. You're now listening to The Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. I'm in the building. You know it's Intercom, recording live on a Tuesday. Excited to be here. We got a nice short show for you today, jam-packed with a lot of information, a lot of breakdown and analysis of players, games, and uh, some discussion topics that I think are important to get to. We're also going to take some callers today. We're going to get to our Sleeper of the Week in just a minute. We're going to get to our Player of the Week. We'll talk about our national recap game, which actually become local recap games this week. And then again, our national discussion and our one to watch. But before we get the show rolling, we always got to get to our sleeper of the week. It's time for our sit and sleep sleeper of the week. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, our sleeper of the week this week comes from Crespi High School. Six foot three and a half, 220 pound elite edge rusher. College coaches, I know you're listening. This kid is the best edge rusher on the West Coast. That's what I'm going to call him right now. Six three and a half, two twenty, terrific get off. His first step is very explosive. He has the ability to bend and reach on the edge. He's got long arms, big hands, and a tremendous motor to get after the quarterback inside or outside the pocket with the athleticism and speed to run him down. I'm talking none other than Crespi's own Ose Iase, the 2020 defensive end who has started off the season with a bang. He has six sacks on the year so far in four games, and I believe this is a kid who will have 15 to 20 offers by the time the season ends or by the time um, National Signing Day comes around. He doesn't have any offers. I guarantee you the Pac-12 is going to come around. Then the Big 12 and the SEC. If I was at Alabama, I would look at this kid. If I was at Clemson, I would look at this kid. Again, size, length, athleticism, passion, motor, relentlessness to the football. What else are you looking for? He's got zero offers. Coaches, Crespi High School, 2020, DN outside linebacker, Ose Igase. You heard it here first. Congratulations, Ose. Your transparent truth, sleeper of the week. It's time to move along. It's time to get to our National Player of the Week. Didn't get a lot of nominations for National Player of the Week. Got a lot of guys from here in Southern California. And uh, it came down to a couple of guys. Running back Damian Moore out of Bishop of Mon had a big game. Junior quarterback Zevi Eckhouse from Culver City had a huge game. 
Also, quarterback Alfred, Alfred Bobadilla from Franklin, he was big time in his big win. But I had to go with none other than Newberry Park quarterback Ben Gobranson. 446 yards, seven passing touchdowns, and two rushing touchdowns if you're counting at home. That's nine total touchdowns for Mr. Ben Gobranson of Newberry Park. Shout out to my boy Keith Smith over there get coaching him up, doing a great job. Keith was a big-time quarterback back in the early 90s. He used to put up numbers just like this. But Gobranson, the Oregon State commit this year's, excuse me, this week's Transparent Truth National Player of the Week. Let's move along. It's time to get to our national recap, our national game recap. We're talking about Narbonne, Sarah, J. Sarah, Calabasas. Now, th- this is a national recap, but we only focused on a couple local games, but they were national games. J. Sarah, a national brand now, Calabasas, big-time players. And, of course, Narbonne, one of the best teams in Southern California. And Sarah, a lot of history, a lot of tradition there. So let's get to it. Narbonne taking on Sarah. Game started off very, very slowly. Um, Initially, last week when we talked about this game, we talked about it might get a little chippy. I was corrected or I was addressed by some fans that it wouldn't get chippy, that the boys love each other and there was no animosity. But the game did get chippy. A lot of personal foul penalties. A lot of unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. A lot of penalties, period. Flags everywhere all the time. But... Ended up coming down to execution. Junior quarterback, Jake Garcia. Three touchdown passes. One, 30 yards on fourth down to Aaron East. Another to Jack Brown on a swing route. And we'll get to that with five seconds left to go before the half. And then one late in the game to Josh Jackson on a deep route. So three touchdowns for the new USC commit, Jake Garcia. On the flip side... Doug Brumfield, the senior quarterback, committed to UNLV, the 6'5 lefty. He played with a lot of heart, played with a lot of guts, was not able to execute the way Garcia was able to execute for his team. Nevertheless, Brumfield played hard. I thought he let it all out, let it all hang out on the football field, hit LV Bunkley Shelton for a 35-yard touchdown catch. Hit Ron Ron Gilliam on the outside for some crucial third down conversions. But at the end of the day, Narbon takes down Sarah 28-21. Sarah with a valiant comeback. Had a chance on the last drive. Could not get it done. But I'll tell you one thing I was happy to see. Sophomore quarterback Malik Murphy came off the bench and really lit a spark under his team. His ability to see the field make accurate throws outside the numbers, and the velocity in which he can put behind the ball really stood out for me and a couple of guys that I was with. Speaking of a couple of guys that I was with, got a chance to be in attendance and share in the moment with good friend and uh, Namdi Asamoah. He got his jersey retired on Friday, halftime of the game. I used to coach him. I used to train him. He's been like a little brother to me my entire life, basically since I was about 12 years old. And got a chance to share that moment with him. Also, our good friend Akbar Bajab Biamila, television personality, San Diego State alum, Crenshaw High School alum, now um, the voice of American Ninja Warrior. 
They had a lot of questions. Who's this guy? Who's that guy? Why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? W- what was that for? And all I could tell you was that um, the game was 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 sloppily played. There were a lot of penalties. Very chippy. Bit of a rivalry game, so it's a little bit, you know, it's understandable. But I came out of that game thinking, okay, Malik Murphy was the best quarterback that I saw in that game. Doug Brumfield, he's got guts. He showed his guts. Jake Garcia, no question, he's got big big talent, big-time talent. But the best quarterback, not who played the best, but what I project as the best quarterback in that game was Malik Murphy. It's only a matter of time until Murphy really ascends to the top of his class and becomes that guy, not only here in Southern California on the West Coast, but across the country. Here's my question, and this is very perplexing to me. Sarah's going down towards the end of the half, and they're going to go score. Time is running out. Doug Brumfield, quarterback Doug Brumfield, makes a throw. He gets picked off from Oregon commit. Jared Greenfield. Greenfield runs it back. Penalty, penalty flag is thrown. You know, block in the back. Narmine gets the ball with five seconds left at the 50-yard line. Now, if you're listening at home, five seconds left at the 50-yard line, what are you thinking? You're thinking, hey, they're going to throw a Hail Mary. Okay, let's back everybody up. Sarah plays the base defense, base coverage. Narbon and quarterback Jake Garcia, they throw a swing route to senior running back Jack Brown out the backfield, and he runs 50 yards for a touchdown on the last play of the half. Now, I don't know about you, but that is very perplexing to me. I'm confused. It's the last play of the half. Why isn't half your team at the 20-yard line, 10-yard line, ready to stop anybody who breaks a run, a pass, anything? Why are we not prepared for a Hail Mary? Why isn't everybody back? Jack Brown gets the ball on a swing route. One guy falls down. Another guy trips. And actually, no, he's running down the sideline by himself. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Bonehead coaching by Sarah. Just got to call it what it is. Bonehead. Very questionable. Bonehead. And... They get knocked off 28-21. Sarah didn't deserve to win based on that play alone. Narbonne gets the W. Sarah takes the L, their first L of the season. Narbonne, extremely talented team, playing way below their talent level. That's for sure. Okay? Let's move along. Talking Jay Sarah over Calabasas. Jay Sarah over Calabasas, 31-20. Jay Sarah quarterback. Jay Sarah Lions quarterback, General Booty. 75-yard touchdown run? On the second play of the game, where is the Coyotes' defense? General Booty runs for 150 yards, throws for another 180, and Jay Sarah takes a 24 to nothing halftime lead over Calabasas. I'm shocked at that point. When I heard that, I was shocked. 24 to nothing, Jay Sarah over Calabasas. Calabasas has some of the best skill talent in the country, not in Southern California, not on the West Coast, in the country. And and they couldn't get a point in the first half? That's that's interesting. They come out of halftime, put up some points on the board. They score 20 in the second half. But Sammy Green with a big touchdown run for Jay Sarah. 
of 40 yards. Ernest McDaniel with a 67-yard touchdown catch. He's really emerging as one of the best playmakers here in Southern California, and I really like the way he looks on tape. Quarterback Jaden Casey tries to bring the Coyotes back. He throws for 225 pass yards. It's just not enough as the Lions, for the second year in a row, dominate the Coyotes and flex their Trinity League dominance. Flex their muscle. Wow. Calabasas. Something's got to to give over there. We can't have all this talent and put up no points in the first half. That's a tough thing to do. Got to get that offensive line blocking. Got to get the quarterback executing. Got to make plays on the outside. Got to get a run game going. My analysis going into that game was who could get a run game going. Obviously, it was Jay Sarah. Sammy Green, long touchdown run. General Booty, long touchdown run. Who's going to get a run? Listen, you can have all the receivers you want. I don't care if you cannot own the line of scrimmage and you don't want to get a run game going, you're going to lose. You got to block somebody. You got to knock somebody down. Football's about blocking and tackling. I don't care how many receivers you got. Receivers don't win games. Sorry. It's not the way it goes. So um, that's my my recap. I know it's locally. Narbonne gets the dub over Sarah, 28-21. Jay Sarah beats Calabasas, 31-20. And um, let's move along. It's time to get to our one to watch. Our one to watch this week hails from La Mirada High School, 2023 athlete. You're going to like this kid, Makai Lemon. Oh, he's a big timer. Receiver. Defensive back, catching touchdowns, running touchdowns, intercepting the ball, taking it back to the house. Off to a tremendous start for this 2019 season. The freshman athlete is a big-time player. He'll be a top recruit in Southern California by the time he's a junior and a senior here. And he has lit up the scoreboard um, for his class, for his team, and uh He's really, really good. You got to look at his tape. This kid can go. Makai Lemon, 2023 La Mirada athlete. This week's one to watch. All right, it's time to get to our discussion topics for the day. Our discussion topics, who's the best college football team in the country? Thought it was Georgia. Still think it's Georgia. What about LSU? What about Bama? What about OU? Bryce Young just made a commitment, just made a flip of a commitment. Can his commitment swing the momentum back to Alabama from Clemson, who has taken over as the number one college program in the country? Can Demond Demas, the nation's number one wide receiver, can he get, or can he reel in, can he help nab the nation's number one running back, Zach Evans, and bring him to Texas A&M in College Station? Will UCLA capitalize off their historic comeback over Wazoo versus Arizona? and beyond. Can they be a bowl team this year? What about everybody who tapped out and and talked bad about Dorian Thompson Robinson? The guy was a one-year high school starter. You got to give him a chance to develop. He's the National College Player of the Week this year. Davey O'Brien Player of the Week. Dorian Thompson Robinson went berserk. 500, over over 500 total yards of offense, seven touchdowns. How about Demetric Felton? He gave me Reggie Bush vibes 
He needs the ball more. I don't know what Chip Kelly is doing. Can you get number 10 the ball more, please? Can he start at running back, please? Can you give him the football? He only makes the first two guys miss every time he touches it and has the speed to go to distance every time the ball is in his hands. Give him the ball. Give him the damn ball. What are you doing? Um, And what about A.B., man? A.B. has checked himself into, not rehab, he's checked himself back into school. An online program at that is AB. Is he really in an online program doing work, taking classes? I have my doubts. Um, but I know that he left thirty million dollars out there, and um, now he's 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 begging for attention. Everything is. I'm making an announcement. I'm making an announcement. I'm going back to school. I'm making an announcement. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm making an announcement. I'm wiping my ass. Give me a break. Antonio Brown, you need to get over yourself. So those are our discussion topics. I'm taking callers. Please call in. Let's have a great show. All right, it's time to address these discussion topics. I'm excited about these discussion topics because I think they're very open-ended and and I think there's a lot of discussion to be had. So let's start off with the college football. Who's the best college team in the country? You know, after the first week, I thought, no question for me, Georgia was the top team in the country. Um, they're loaded at every position. They go four and five deep at running back with NFL players. They're deep at receivers. The quarterback is a first-round pick waiting to happen. They've got the biggest offensive line in the country. And defensively, they're athletic. They've got skill. And they've got depth. So, for me, Georgia's the best team in the country. Didn't have a great showing at home against Notre Dame. But give Notre Dame credit. They came out and played well. Coach Kelly had a good game plan. I thought they were used a lot of misdirection. They used a lot of play fade, got the ball out early, got the ball to the perimeter, really used Georgia's speed against them. And uh, Notre Dame kind of jumped on Georgia. Georgia knew was going to come back. They come back, they ended up winning the game. They didn't play great, but they get the W. I still think they're the best team in the country. Uh, I think they're followed by LSU. LSU's defense worries me. The lack of pass rush. Um, the ability to consistently stop the run game, they worry me. I'm not sure that they're not going to slip up once, maybe even twice this season because the defense has been shaky. So that worries me. But I think they're the best, the second best team in the country. Love Joe Burrow. Love the receivers. Um, they got guys all over the place at the receiver position. I know Jamar Chase went off this past weekend for four touchdowns. And they got other guys, and they got a crop of guys coming in in the recruiting class. But I think LSU is the second-best team in the country. Um, I think Clemson is probably number three for me. Clemson is probably number three. Trevor Lawrence has not been great this year, but he's a good football player, and we expect him to pick it up at some point. The receiving core is loaded. Nagata, uh, he's coming on strong. Frank Ladson, the freshman out of South Florida, is very good. And then, of course, uh, Justin Ross. You know, he's an elite football player. T. Higgins is special, no question about it. Love the running back, though. Um, he, he can go 90 at any point in time. The defense um, seems to be really good this year. Defensive line led by Xavier Thomas, the true sophomore coming off that edge. Linebackers are playing good football. Defensive backs are playing good football. Um, after that, I think Alabama. And then I think after Alabama, it's OU. That's my top five. Alabama, 
Uh, Tua's been good. Um, still a little concerned about his ability to be fooled by defenses. That's still some concern for me. Alabama defense um, has not been stellar thus far. They've been good. They haven't been stellar like in seasons past. Jerry Judy is amazing. There's no question about that. Ruggs and the other receivers are very good. Uh, Najee Harris has really stepped his game up. Now that he's a junior and has his opportunity to shine, he's been big time. So um, I've got Bama number four. And then OU five, I think Jalen Hurts probably wins the Heisman this year, which would be three in a row, row for OU, which is crazy. That the game um, against you know Texas is going to serve a lot of purpose for that. But OU is, you know, C.D. Lamb, you know, um, the kid out of uh, – Southern California, the tight end. I had him in the Under Armour All-American game a couple years ago. But he's really good, and uh, their backs are good. The defense is much improved. Kenneth Murray, the best player on the defense by far. He's very good. They got a little bit little bit of pass rush off the edge there. And a defensive backfield, um, still shaky at times, but, but better than last year. So that's my top five. I'm going... Georgia, LSU, Clemson, Bama, OU. That's my top five, and I'm sticking with it. Let's talk a little bit of Bryce Young, quarterback out of modern day, my number one player in the country. Everybody knows he's my number one player. It's interesting because I saw that on 247. He's now their number four player. He was just their number 36 player a month ago or two months ago. He was their number 36 player. He's now their number four player. That's very interesting. But Bryce, my number one player, um, he is committed now to Alabama. Flipped from USC. USC, of course, got a crowded quarterback room and uh, instability in the head coaching position, instability at the athletic director position, new president at the school. Just a lot of instability there and uncertainty there at USC. No issue with Bryce flipping his commitment to Alabama. Steve Sarkeesian. You know, uh, he's a big-time college coach, as a head coach, has been an office coordinator in college, done very good, and in the league where he didn't do very good, but he's now he's back in college coaching for Bama. So there's a relationship there that stems a couple of years now with Bryce. And, uh, of course, Bryce Young has the ability to flip the entire pendulum of college football because right now Clemson is the number one program. They're getting the best players They've won two out of the last three national titles, been to three straight national championships in a row. They're the best program right now. But, and I mentioned this via social media, Bryce Young has the ability to flip the momentum from Clemson to Alabama. It's kind of like signing Tim Tebow back in 2012, or it's kind of like signing, you know, Zion Williamson. When you sign the best player, He has a chance to flip all the momentum to your side. Bryce has the chance to do that. I think he will do that. How good can he be in Alabama in in Titletown? He could become the best college football player ever. I'm saying it now. He's going to win two Heisman trophies. Don't be surprised if he wins a Heisman trophy as a true freshman next year. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he will. That's my call. Mark it down right now. Bryce Young will win the Heisman Trophy 
as a true freshman at Alabama next year. And I think he'll win two Heisman trophies before it's all said and done, only matching, only matched by uh, former Ohio State running back Archie Griffin, who won, who's the only player in college football history to win two Heisman trophies. So Bryce will win the Heisman Trophy as a true freshman at Alabama next year, and he will win two Heisman trophies at least uh, in his career at Alabama. That's my call. He's just that good for me, and I think he's going to do special things in Titletown. Let's talk a little bit about the number one running back. North Shore in Houston. Zach Evans. He had, you know, for a while it was it was LSU, it was Georgia. On Friday he said he had decided where he wanted to go. On Saturday he was up at Texas A&M with Demond Demas. Now, for those of you who don't know, Demond Demas is a great recruiter. He has the ability to make people feel wanted, feel comfortable, and feel excited about teaming up with him to play at Texas A&M for Jimbo Fisher. Now, if you are the number one running back, and on Friday you tweet out or you post, I've decided where I'm going, and then the next day you're at Texas A&M with DeMond Demons, the number one recruiter. Not only are you there, but your teammate in the 21 class Shadrick Banks is committed to Texas A&M, and it's kind of a foregone conclusion that Demetrius Davis, your quarterback in high school, is going to commit to Texas A&M. I don't know. People are saying Georgia. I don't know. Georgia's pretty loaded. They've got Zeus there. They've got Cook there. Here comes Kendall Milton. If I'm Zach Evans, I'm not going to Georgia. Now, you got LSU. Well, LSU, they got a special true freshman running back right now. Texas A&M, they need a running back. Texas A&M is what, 30, 45 minutes away from North Shore? Houston, stand up. North Shore, stand up. Zach Evans, stand up. I'm saying Zach Evans is going to A&M. I could be wrong. I could definitely be wrong, but I'm saying he's going to A&M to team up with Demas and Shadrach and Demetrius Davis and and King and Jimbo Fisher is going to get it rolling at A&M. You got to get Zach Evans. That's my call. I think Demas gets it done. Zach Evans to A&M. He's going to be an Aggie. That's what I'm saying. Let's move along. Um, UCLA, wow. What a game. I stayed up and watched the whole game. Not only did I stay up and watch the whole game, my 10-year-old daughter stayed up and watched the game with me. And, man, was that a really good time um, to watch UCLA come back. I mean, they were down, I don't know, what was it, 42-17? to 17? They come storming back. And it all started with, first of all, not dropping your head and giving up. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the much-by-line sophomore quarterback, made plays. He made throws up the sidelines, down the middle. He hit running backs. He hit tight ends. He hit receivers. Big punt return um, late in the uh, fourth quarter. UCLA comes back from 33 points down, and the air raid offense can't do much in the fourth quarter besides turn it over. 
Guys fumbling the ball all over the place. Quarterback fumbled after getting strip sacked to, to end the game. Receiver fumbles once, even maybe twice. But credit UCLA, a program that was in the dumps at 0-3 on the road in, you know, Pullman, Washington, the Palouse. They fight, scratch, and claw their way back into the game, and they steal one on the road, led by Dorian Thompson-Robinson, but assisted by the electric, the freaky Demetric Felton. Love this kid in high school. I have receipts that say it that I did. Demetric Felton gave me Reggie Bush vibes. The kid makes people miss every time he gets the ball. First two guys missing. He caught one out the backfield and went 90, ran away from the entire state of Washington. He returned a kickoff, ran away from the entire campus in Pullman. Demetrius Felton, give this man the ball. But UCLA comes back from 33 down, and they get a W. Can they capitalize off this W, though? They're one and three. They need to get to two and three. They got Arizona at Arizona. Not an easy win at all. They'll be underdogs. Khalil Tate, J.J. Taylor, Kevin Sumlin. UCLA, you got to be able to stop the run. You got to protect the football on offense. You got to be able to establish a running game and get the ball to your playmakers. Phillips, Felton. Those guys got to touch the football. A lot of pressure on Chip Kelly. You got to put Dorian Thompson Robinson in a position to be successful. He loves the ball in the middle of the field. Crossing routes, seam routes, slant routes. Let him throw his routes. That's going to be interesting, man. Can UCLA get it up? I don't know. We'll see. And then... You know, last but not least, man, let's talk a little A.B. before we get off air. A.B. left $30 million on the table, released by the Raiders after he asked to be released. You know, traded by the Steelers when he asked to be traded. Got over to New England, sent some threatening messages to an accuser, cut by the Patriots. He's only old. I think he only make $150,000 playing football this year. He left $30 million on the table. Now, if that's not dumb as hell, I don't know what is. Now he's announced that he has checked into school. He's going back to school. Great, Anthony. Anthony. Great, Antonio Brown. You've checked into school. Like we care. Why, why do you need to announce that? We don't care. That you've checked into school. You need to check into rehab. Self-worship rehab. Spending rehab. Whatever else problems you have. We don't care that you've gone back to school. We don't care that you're taking a picture sitting on your Rolls Royce. Talking about you made it. We don't care. I don't care. That Rolls Royce don't mean nothing to me. That's just another wasted million dollars. So now you left $30 million on the table playing football. You just wasted another million on your Rolls Royce. So what else are we talking about? We, we are off that. All that says to me is somebody screaming and crying for help. People in his circle, I hope you, I hope you help him. 
Stop being yes, man. Stop digging in his pocket. I hope you help the guy. He's a he's like a, a 31-year-old in a and acting like a five-year-old. Look at my car. Look at my money. Nobody cares. You left 30 million on the table, now you're hurt. You thought you was gonna get back in the league, now you can't. Go get some help. You need help. Go get it. And that's all I got on that. Art, I appreciate everyone for joining me on today's truth. It was great to have callers call in. It was great to discuss the topics that we did. Um, shout out to Jay Sarah Narbon on Big Wins. Shout out to Ose Igase, my sleeper of the week, and Makai Lemon, my one to watch. And shout out to my player of the week, which is Newberry Park quarterback Ben Goldbranson. Check back Friday. We got our matchup show. We'll be talking about some high school football games and whatever else is on tap. We pre- I appreciate you for joining me here on The Transparent Truth. Until next time, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.